Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Deep Thoughts, Simple Truths. I'm your host, Matt. I'm very thankful that you listen to this podcast with your earbuds or your earphones or in the car, wherever it is. I'm very, very glad that you listen. I hope that you are encouraged. I hope that you are doing well. I hope the show makes you think and makes you laugh because dad jokes are the best. Speaking of which, which direction do you head if you want to find a bakery? Yeast. (laughs) Here are some directions for climbing a ladder. Are you ready? Step one. Step two. Step three. (laughs) That's how you do it. We're talking about directions on this episode. We should take a road trip. We totally should. You can come here and we'll take a road trip from here to 72 Allerton Street, Plymouth, Massachusetts. I have in my possession a massive binder of all of the highways on paper, a map of the United States of America, and we could totally trace our line and and, what? Oh, put directions in on your phone? Your what? Your phone is what you use to call people with. There's directions. Get out of town. There's an app for that. Apple Maps. Oh, interesting. You trust your phone that you can call people on to have directions to a very specific location a thousand miles away. That's very interesting. You trust your phone to direct you and to help you on your way. You obey your phone's voice. And indicators whether to turn or to go straight. And your phone has a plan in case you get turned around or rerouted or there's detours. Um, that's very interesting. Why do you do all that? It, it'll get you to your destination? That's genius. You're putting the vehicle you are in on the road into the hands of a device? And a picture on a screen, you're the little blue arrow and you follow the blue highlighted road. It's not the yellow brick road. It's the blue highlighted road to get you to where you're going because it knows the way. And at the end of the trip, it'll get you to your destination. That is very, very, I've never heard of this before in my life. I'm just kidding. The address is a real place, by the way, 72 Allerton Street, Plymouth, Massachusetts. I bought a documentary by Kirk Cameron, and it was called Monumental. And this place is a national monument to the forefathers, formerly known as the Pilgrim Monument. And Kirk Cameron does the history of the Americas and the Christians came out in 2012 and I watched the entire thing. I was so impacted and it was so eye-opening. Anyway, it's called Monumental by Kirk Cameron. It is a very, very good watch recommended by me. (laughs) Let's talk about your life for a moment. We can include mine as well. Do you know the direction your life is going in? Which, Which way are you headed? Does it seem like you are circling the block of hopelessness or you are cruising the highway of purpose? Do you feel like you are getting anywhere? Do you know the way? 
I found some verses that talk about direction and the way, and they are as follows. You may know this one. Psalm 119.105, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. You've seen this one at Hobby Lobby. You've seen this one at your friend's house, and it sounds like a really cute verse, but it has significance and it has meaning. Your word is a lamp. Your, your word is truth. It, it lights up where your feet are presently so you can see where exactly you are. And it lights the path where you are going. Only the word does that. And it doesn't light up your entire destination. It'll give you light enough for three or four steps. But as you're holding on, have you done that when you're camping? You take a flashlight with you. I mean, you could probably see way up ahead, but you need to know the next three or four steps and whether or not you're going to trip or not. That is God's word. It is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path on where you are going. John 14, 1 through 6, Jesus is talking. He says these things. This is so interesting. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you into myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Pay attention to what he just said. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? He, okay. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Thomas may have been a little dull because Jesus had just said, Whither I go, ye know. Like, where, where I'm going, you know. You know where I'm headed. And the way you know. You, you, know the, you know where I'm going and you know how to get there. And Thomas is like, no, Lord, we don't know where, the, where you're going and how, how can we know the way? And Jesus, you've seen this one at your friend's house too. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. If I go to your house, I'm not going to go around the back door. I'm not going to climb in through a window. I'm going to your front door, the point of entry. It has the doorbell or I'll knock, not opposed to knocking. That is the way into your house because I know you. Jesus, similarly, is the door to the Father. And only through that door, only through Jesus, is the way to the Father. I love that he starts out with, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Here's another verse. Matthew 7, enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there will be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth to life, and few there be that find it. Which one sounds better to you, destruction 
or life. Yes, life sounds good to me also, but notice the contrasting gates. The wide gate is very broad and it's inviting and it's populated and it's easy to see and there's signs over it and it leads to destruction at the end. That was not advertised at the beginning. Otherwise, people would have thought twice. It says straight is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. It's like, when, have you guys been driving down a highway and you all of a sudden see these little country dirt roads that just peel off the highway and go somewhere? That's the image that I get. It's, it's a very hard and rocky road that leads to life and only a few find it. That's an interesting parable that Jesus was telling. Here in 1 Corinthians 12, 31, the last verse of the chapter, it says this, but covet, covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet I will show unto you a more excellent way. This is the verse that comes right before 1 Corinthians 13. If you're familiar with the Bible, this is the love chapter. But in chapter 12, he's just been talking about spiritual gifts and the body of Christ and the gifts that God gave to the church. There are gifts that we should desire to walk in. But in contrast to the second half of the verse, they appear to be maybe not inferior. He says, earnestly, covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet I will show unto you a more excellent way. So the gifts are very, very good. The best gifts, but there's a more excellent way. And the way to be the most impacting to others around you isn't based on your gifts or what part of the body you are. It's the way of love. The same way that God has loved you is how you should love one another. Because then in 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, he talks about and spells out exactly, and it's so amazing and beautiful of what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind, etc. Read the, read the chapter for yourself. He's describing the more excellent way. You can have great gifts, but people don't remember you for your gifts. They remember you for your love. Jesus commanded that in John 15, 12. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. That last half of the verse should be underlined, highlighted, exclamation points. We can love one another just fine, human to human. But the changing the factor is, as I have loved you, makes all the difference on how we're supposed to love each other. This is walking in the way of love. This is the direction that will lead you to life. This is how your life is supposed to go. You know the way and the truth and the life. You know who Jesus is. You're reading it in the Gospels. He knew how to love people. Even, oh, even people who did not like him or love him back. He was loving to Judas at the Last Supper. He was, I believe, he was loving and spoke the truth to their faces, to the Pharisees. He loved to heal people. He loved to tell them the truth. He loved to feed them. He had compassion on the people that were with him for a few days and didn't want to Send them away home unless they faint on the way, is what it said. But let's give them something to eat. He was 
loving and compassionate. And he washed the disciples. Do you understand what that meant for Jesus, the rabbi, to put on a towel and take the very nature of a servant, the lowest form of servitude that there was, and wash the disciples' feet? That must have blown their minds. Jesus knew the way. He knew that he came from God. He knew that he was going to God. He knew his purpose. He was a man on a mission, and he had direction. He would be out in the mornings talking to God, and everybody's like, where's Jesus at? I I don't know. He's up before the sun comes up. He's up all night on a mountain praying while the disciples are crossing the the, um, Sea of Galilee. He is constantly in tune with the Heavenly Father on the direction. He's like, man, I've got to go over here and minister to these people. I've got to get over to here. And then at the end of his life, he's like, I've got to, I am setting my face like a flint to Jerusalem. I know what's coming next. He lived on mission. He had direction. He knew what he had to do next. If you can trust your phone to get you across town or across the nation by listening to the instruction and obeying it, why wouldn't you listen to the direction that God has to life and follow it? God knows how to get you to life, but you have to be obedient to the directions, to the way he wants you to go. If you reject his instruction, go, go with the paper map, sure. You'll have to go your own way, and you'll have to go in circles and U-turns, and you didn't account for all the stuff that was on the road. There's, man, there was a wreck here. There's a detour there. There's a blockage there. The bridge is out. Oh, my gosh. It takes such a long time. Wouldn't it be easier to obey God? Because he knows what's best. He knows the way because he is the way. He's traveled this way before. He's trustworthy. He won't lead you astray. He is trying to get you to live a life that he would be proud of. He wants your life to be full and on purpose and going in the right direction. It's all just as easy as following and obeying. Your phone says to turn right. You turn right. You want to get to where you're going. You have a good destination in mind. So does God. And it may seem if you've never been there before, like me, I've driven places that I've never been before, but I type the address in my phone and sure enough, it's a legit destination. And I obey to a T all of those directions and instructions. And the object of the game isn't to make the Bible a law book, and I'm just going to follow every law to the letter. It's a relationship that we have with the law and with the author. I, I know his voice. He directs me. He leads me. He guides me. The, the shepherd goes in front of the sheep and calls his sheep by name, and they follow him. They know his voice. They're not obeying the law. Sheep don't really need to obey the law. They need to obey the shepherd's voice. He cares about them. He wants to lead them into good places. You read Psalm 23 and man, the directions may seem like this is the valley of the shadow of death, the dark side of town, (laughs) the shady part of town, but you're passing through. You're just going to 
go right through to your destination on the other side. Does this, uh, can you relate to this? Uh, tell me in the comments below. <laughs> I really need to find a way that we can interact with each other and such and make these episodes more interactability thingness. Anyway, um, think about those things, the, the direction of your life. Do you need to make a U-turn? Do you need to push on the gas a little more? Are you on the highway going 30? You can speed up. You've got some purpose. You've got a de destination. You know which exit to take. You might need to turn right. You might need to turn left. Let God speak to you and direct your life into his perfect will. Ideally, God wants to get you from where you are now more into the image of God. He wants your growth. He wants your heart. He wants you to be he wants to use you mightily for his purpose, for his kingdom. And that is my prayer for you as well. My name is Matt. This has been an episode of Deep Thoughts, Simple Truths. I hope this makes you think. Hope you enjoy the dad jokes. I will talk to you guys next time.